Welcome to the First Right Podcast, the weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today, we are so excited to highlight a great organization, Susan B. Anthony List, the top pro-life organization in America. And today, we have Tim Edson, SBA List National Field Director on to explain how he sees the election going down the stretch here and what they're up to. So, Tim, super happy to have you on. Welcome. Great. Thanks. Good to be with you. Good, good. So before we get going, if you don't mind, just like give us a background on your bio, what you did before this, and and kind of the the work that you do now. Absolutely. Well, I, I uh, and, and thanks again for having me today. It's um, I, uh, I like to tell people I've done a lot of political work over the years, and working for SBA List is one of the um, most rewarding things I've done. So obviously, it's it's the most important cause, and I think that. Uh, it's good to kind of bring my political background to the work that we're doing as, you know, SBA list has really, I think, gone where a lot of in the sort of um, center right and um, on the right, there's been a lot of hesitancy in recent years to really engage on issues like life. People see it as a liability when I think, you know, as we'll talk a little bit about today. Um, you know, the reality is that uh, this issue is really powerful, not just in turning out voters, but in persuading people in the middle of the electorate. So it's something that, you know, I enjoy having the opportunity to work on. And, and SBA list is really filling a void where somebody needs to be doing this work. Um, but to answer your question, uh, you know, prior to my involvement with SBA, um, I've just managed a number of races at the state and federal level uh, around the country. Um, for the last uh, decade or so, um, and I continue to do some consulting work uh, through FP1 Strategies in addition to the work that I do with uh, SBA List representing um, some some political clients um, in addition to the SBA work. Okay, great. And the reason I'm so excited, to, well, two reasons. Uh, you guys are a great organization. And uh, secondly, uh, you guys have probably more than anybody in the country have had more face-to-face contact with voters you know, that are trying to think things over or maybe independence, moderates, all that stuff than anybody. And so uh, it's always great to have somebody that's on the ground having all these conversations to talk to you and, and you know, hear, what, hear what's going on out there. So, uh, yeah, we love SBA List. Uh, you know, we've talked to Marjorie Dennisfelder, your, your uh, president, many times. We're part of a partnership that we've got going. And, and just like you guys at Restoration Pack, we're super invested in making sure we get uh, pro-life leaders elected. And so uh, before we kick it off, then uh, the kind of the what we're going to get into the discussion here, I thought it'd be kind of cool if we ran that uh, video you guys put together. It's a real good description of what you do, and uh, it's pretty inspirational, too. So let's uh, let's go ahead and roll that. Susan B. Anthony lists the most effective grassroots pro-life organization in America. When we stand for life, we stand for the true source of America's greatness. So there you go. So you guys are pretty big time, and I like uh, watching all the different videos of all the uh, all the folks you have on your staff, the volunteers, and everybody walking the streets and and talking to everybody. 
So here we are. We're 82 days out. Um, you know, I know you don't want to give away any strategically guarded information or anything like that, but just, you know, what states are you in? I think we've got a graphic we'll put up as well. And just how, how's it looking out there? What are you guys doing specifically that you're willing to share? Yeah. So much like uh, in 2016, um, you know, there is, I think, kind of a detachment from, you know, what you see on cable news and what the pundits and, you know, the DC insiders are saying versus what's really happening on the ground. And there's no doubt that, you know, the president has an extremely strong base of loyal support that's maybe even more fired up in 2020 than they were in 2016. And I mean, we got to keep in mind, we're still 80 some days, you know, um, away from the election and people are really going to engage tune into this race more after labor day and i think that you know the base intensity is really important but much like in 2020 you know there's just a a clear contrast and choice that needs to be presented to the you know folks in the middle of the electorate um you know even folks who may not you know they may not like trump's tweets or you know something with personality but you know our job and why we've got you know, hundreds of canisters out there door to door um, every day across the country is to remind people that, you know, too much is at stake. It's not about personalities. Um, it's about issues and particularly this issue. Um, and if you're a pro-life voter or if you're somebody even who's pro-choice but believes there should be restrictions on abortion, um, you can't vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They're, they're the most fanatical pro-abortion ticket you know, in American history. Um, and for, for the SBA list field team, that's what we do every day is get out there and have those conversations face to face and remind people about what the choice is. And I think that's what we've got to get, you know, get this election to in the next, uh, you know, 80 plus days is, is getting people refocused on this is a choice between two very different, different visions for the country, but especially different visions when it comes to, you know, protecting um, unborn babies and innocent human life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you going out there and having those conversations, you're basically just telling people the truth about Biden and Harris. And I've found over the years, it's a little discouraging, but it's it's what we do here at Restoration Pack and what you guys do. It's like, because the mainstream media is not gonna talk about this, you literally have to go out and educate people one by one. And if you know who they are, that they've, uh, you know, they may or may not vote, but you know they're pro-life and maybe they don't know how extreme the left mm -hmm. has gotten and Biden and everybody, to go out and there and tell them, that's a that's a huge motivating factor. So I'm 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 sure you guys have great success, and I and I do want to get into messaging here in a second. Sure. Uh, but you mentioned something too about uh, you know Trump support and uh, something I I think I bring up every week with every guest is this concept of you know people won't talk to the pollsters about supporting Trump. Uh, you know Republicans don't answer the phones anymore. If you you know if you do say something. Uh, who knows, maybe somebody somebody else is going to come visit you about your opinion. And uh, so you kind of hold back. Um, talk to that a little bit relative to maybe, you know, you see the polls too, but then you go out and have these conversations. And then right. once people know who you guys are, are they willing to willing to engage probably more? I mean, I'm just thinking because, you know, it's not a phone call from some anonymous person. It's somebody right there on their front porch. Right. No, that's right. And, you know, just um, just so everybody knows, I didn't touch on this in the previous uh, question you asked, and then I'll address what you're saying. We've got people out right now in Arizona and Florida, uh, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Montana, and down in Texas. And, um, you know, kind of across those, you know, states, I think you, you get that same sort of um, experience. And there's obviously geographic vari variations in the people we're talking to. But overall, you know, what you get a lot of is just folks want, um, they want 
policies are common sense. And I think as you actually have face-to-face -face conversations on this issue and get people to open up about it, it just kind of highlights how dramatically out of touch Biden and Harris and the National Democratic Party is and just really how militantly pro-abortion they are. And this, that is really what their party is about at this point. And there's no room for anyone else in the party who doesn't toe the line on that issue. Um, you know, but I, I think that as we talk to folks about late term abortion and their positions, as we talk to people about, you know, born alive, the idea that, you know, you've got democratic politicians who, you know, frankly don't think a baby that survives an abortion should be given life saving medical treatment. Uh, you talk about taxpayer funded abortion, you talk about um, judges and who's going to be on the, the federal courts. Um, you, you see that, you know, these voters across the country kind of no matter where they see themselves on a pro-life, pro-choice spectrum, they're very common sense. And nobody sees, you know, this issue or sees abortion as a good thing. I mean, even people that are pro-choice, you know, that we are confronted by people that think, you know, oh, maybe it's a necessary evil, but there should certainly be reasonable restrictions. You know, it's not this sort of glorification um, of the issue that you get from the National Democratic Party. But we find the most important thing that, you know, we're doing is, is educating because I think we find, you know, we run into so many folks who just don't understand that the policies currently in the United States can be so extreme. I mean, on a lot of abortion related issues, um, you know, U.S. abortion policy puts us in line with places like China and North Korea, these horrible human rights abusers, you know, that have one child policies and all sorts of, you know, things that are really the antithesis of the, you know, sort of, uh, you know, freedom and value of life that we uh, cherish in the United States. And I, I think as we have those conversations, people are just shocked to know that you can have an abortion at taxpayer expense in some states up to, you know, up to the moment of birth. And that, you know, if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have their way, they would, you know, make, make those policies uh, all the more extreme. Yeah. And I think that I, when I hear you talk like that, and I, I just watch what you know, Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia says, and mm -hmm. things like that. We've just come so far from what was it Clinton used to say, uh, safe, legal, and rare, or whatever that was back in the day where they're saying, oh, you know, nobody really wants this, but if we're going to do it, we're going to do it this way. And so to have the education of the folks in the middle, and, and I, I do this all the time when I have conversations with, uh, you know, people that are not, I wouldn't call them apolitical, but they're not mm -hmm. quite as dialed in as we are. And right. they just say, golly, why, you know, can't we all get along better? And I say, well, you know, it's pretty polarized. And let me start with one issue, the abortion piece. You know, it is, so, we are so far apart on it. You know, I, I believe life begins at conception, made in the image of God, all those things, uh, no exceptions. And then over here you have, you know, Ralph Northam, let's talk about maybe just letting the baby die on the table. So how do you be, you know, that's where we begin. And then the rest is trying to negotiate somewhere in the middle. And, and it just doesn't work out a lot of times. And I, and I know that that's, that can be hard for people to hear. But like you said, you well, got to go out and tell them. And I, I'd be interested, what are some of the reactions you get when people are kind of, wait, what, what did you just say? You know, how late right. was that abortion you're talking about? Right. Well, I mean, I think that's the most, you know, the, the, when we go out and canvas and, you know, we, visited, knocked up 2.7 million doors in 2018, um, you know, despite the coronavirus, I think we're on a similar path this time. Um, you know, we just are always surprised by, you know, kind of how much education is needed. In fact, one of the barriers to, you know, us delivering this message is a lot of people just don't really believe that this could be the case because, right. you know, if you, the, the way the media covers this issue, 
they just never really dig into what these policies mean. Um, the, you know, the media loves to accuse the pro-life community of being, being extreme, but I think if you were to put it to the American people about who's really extreme on this issue, that, you know, the, the vast majority, including a sizable portion of Democrats, would agree that there should be some reasonable limits on abortion and that some of these policies, you know, for a, for a country like the United States, it's, it's you know, unconscionable that, you know, not only do these policies exist, but people want to make them even more radical. Um, so, you know, for us, and this is something else I should touch on, when we're going out and talking to voters, we're not just focused on people who are already pro-life and are with us. We really are focused on um, using some very sophisticated modeling techniques, um, building a universe of people who, in many cases, if left to their own devices, would probably vote Democrat. Um, but they're with us on this issue, at least to some degree. So our objective is really to go have conversations with independents, have conversations with Democrats, and you know, explain to them, you know, what the what these policies really are, and you know, the positions of these candidates. And in the case of President Trump and Vice President Pence and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, you really could not have a bigger uh, point of contrast in this race. And you know, elections are about choices. And I think you know, for too long there was a hesitancy among sort of the um, Republican consultant class to engage uh, Democrats on this issue. Um, for fear they would have negative repercussions. And, and I think that, you know, what SBA list has kind of shown over the last several election cycles and what, you know, uh, President Trump showed in his willingness to confront Hillary Clinton on this issue in 2016 is that, um, you know, the American people are much more pro-life than Democrats or the media give them credit for. Um, mm -hmm. And if they have all the facts and kind of understand where the candidates are on this issue, they're going to get to the right decision. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's totally true, and I was so happy to see Trump do that uh, uh, back in that uh, that cycle. That was really refreshing. Um, I'm curious about this too. When you talk about how you're addressing different people, do you do you all have different messaging for different generations based on you know how they how they grew up? Like I think of the baby boomers. Sometimes they just they didn't have the science, they didn't have the ultrasounds that mm -hmm. we have today, and things like that. So I'm always in favor of Hey, maybe we could. You, you feel this way about this, but let me let you off the hook because now there's new information, and let me let me right. share that with you. Is right. that do you guys do stuff like that when you're out there talking to people? We we do, and I think that you know that is a good point you make. Is that a lot of um, data, and even in our own modeling and data, you know the the uh, the older generation is is very set in their views, kind of on this issue, the sort of the the Roe v. Wade generation, but the younger generation. Um, who has, uh, you know, the benefit of, you know, having had brothers and sisters where they've seen ultrasounds, you know, more advanced science. And, and despite the fact that, you know, the pro-abortion lobby denies the science of it, science is pretty clear. And, you know, we can see from examples that, you know, babies can, you know, survive outside of the womb at five months that, in fact, these um, are children, you know, and, and uh, modern science says that. Um, and it, it's just the, you know, from a party that loves to talk science, science, science to watch the science of this is, is truly, 
um, something to behold. But we, um, you know, do find that you know there's a lot of inroads made with the younger generation, and that as we look for voters that are persuadable on this issue, we find that there are certainly a lot of younger people who believe they are Democrats and lean that way. But when you get talking to them about abortion, you find out that they're actually very pro-life, and and it really is sort of a a science-based viewpoint where it's just like it's hard to deny the scientific realities that a baby yeah. at five months or six you know, months, seven months is a right. human life that you know has rights and deserves protection. Sure, you tell them don't be a science denier, right? <laughs> push no, push right. back a little bit. So uh, so as we're finishing up here, so any any thoughts on uh, you know any predictions? What you think is going to happen? Anything you're willing to share today? Because I ask everybody that comes on, you know, what what you think. Um, you know, I was, a. Uh, I think that, um, I think that, you know, it's no, there's no denying the last couple of months have been tough. I mean, the president's been handed at, you know, crises that, you know, no president in modern history has. And that has no doubt taken, you know, somewhat of a toll as it would on anybody's numbers, especially, you know, in an environment this polarized where no matter what, um, the president does, he's not going to be given credit by, you know, his political opponents and their allies in the news media. Um, but I do think, you know, just from what we're seeing that, you know, there's no doubt, you know, this is going to be a close race, but, you know, President Trump certainly has a path to victory here again, despite, you know, what all the uh, pundits are saying that the, the race is over. I mean, if you think back to 2016, you heard a lot of the same sorts of things before. I just saw yesterday, I think it was from 538, had an analysis of polling, you know, at this point in 2016 versus today. And, you know, it's in within about a point of where it was Trump versus Hillary. Um, despite everything that's happened, um, mm -hmm. it's still right there. And I think that, you know, there is a long way to go in this race. Um, you know, and it's just really important that, uh, you know, there be a clear contrast here. And that's really what we're focused on. You know, hopefully the, the president and the vice president are able to really focus in now on the Democratic ticket and the clear choices they have on the issues, especially on an issue like a defending life, um, you know, and that uh, they're there is a, a good uh, chance here for President Trump, but we all have to keep in mind, I mean, the 2016 election, despite the electoral college number, you know, it was these states were decided by five, 10, 15,000 votes, um, you know, so it's not hard to see that, you know, that election could have gone the other way and this one could too. And that's why everybody's got to, you know, nothing can be taken for granted. We have to really work hard and fight for every vote. And, and that's kind of, you know, really what the SBA list field program is about is trying to, we're not, we're not coming in here saying, oh, we can change the outcome of an election if it's, you know, we're not the campaign, we're not the candidates, but right. we can't change the outcome of a race. It comes down to 15 or 20 or 25,000 votes. We can take somebody who, if left to their own devices, would have voted Democrat and we can move, you know, 15,000 of those people from the Democratic column into the pro-life column. Um, you know, that's a 30,000 vote Huge. shift and make all the yep. difference in a, in a Wisconsin or a Michigan or Pennsylvania or a North Carolina or in Arizona. So that's the, that's no the name of the game. That's what we're out there doing. And, and Absolutely. You know, we're, we're to the people, you know, all the, you know, donors of ours that, you know, support our efforts, um, you know, and all the people that are out there, uh, rain and sunshine, hot and cold, trudging through snowstorms in the winter. Making it happen. Sort of work door to door. Yeah. And that's what I admire so much about you all. Just that's a, that's heavy duty lifting and uh, you guys are making it happen. So in that regard, though, so let's just finish up with with uh, how do people connect? What could they do? Uh, just a commercial for uh, for joining up and, and helping you guys doing what do what you do. 
Sure, absolutely. Well, if you're interested in, uh, you know, if you'd be interested in joining our joining our team, you can, you know, visit uh, sbalist.org to learn more. There's actually a sign up uh, thing there to join the field team. Um, you know, we actually our 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 operation is a um, paid operation, so we actually compensate the people that knock on doors for us. Um, you know, the people that really are the, the heart of our field team are people that, you know, feel passionate about this issue. And, you know, we see it as a way if, if we're able to compensate them for their for their time that allows them to do even more um, than they would be if they're just volunteering. So you can go visit our website for more information. You can email jobs at sbalistfield.org. Um, and, uh, you know, if you email us, we will uh, be in contact, especially if you live in Arizona, Florida, North Carolina. Right. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, or Texas, we can get you, you know, plugged into our effort and uh, join our team. And, you know, it's, it's a great team who, who works hard and they have a good time doing it. And, uh, you know, we're always happy to have uh, fresh faces join us. Amen. Good. Well, thanks so much for all you're doing, Tim, and, and uh, pass it on the rest of the leadership over there that we talked to quite a bit. It's really uh Really a big deal. So thanks for coming on. I'm sure we'll have you on again at some point in the future too. Absolutely. And thanks to you and Restoration Pack for what you guys do. I appreciate it. Good, good. Well, all right. That's our show for today. So thanks so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that working together and staying diligent, us conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. So until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without liberal slant. Every morning in your inbox, always free. Subscribe now at restorationofamerica.com slash first right or text first right to 1-312-820-9167.